Teva Transparency, a lesson in lying. Teva, the first and probably most controversial stablecoin, has spent seven years promising transparency and audits. But a promise of transparency isn't transparency. What Teva has proven, if anything at all, is that sometimes a promise may be enough. The first promise. The first time Teva told a live public audience it was going to get an audit was on March 9th, 2015. You can still find the tweet in which Teva claims to have partnered with blockchain company Factum. While the link is dead, the Internet Archive shows us the Factum blockchain was being prepped to be used for an unforgeable audit trail. Indeed, the audit trail was unforgeable, because it never existed. In fact, Factum and Teva didn't work together on anything at all. The second promise. In late 2016 and early 2017, after Teva's sister company Bitfinex was hacked and subsequently lost 119,756 Bitcoin, Teva engaged with Taiwanese auditor Top Sun. The audit doesn't really resemble an audit, more an attestation of bank account statements that Teva management shared with Top Sun, something Teva will get used to pretending is an audit. In late 2017, roughly two months before Teva itself was hacked for 30 million Tevas, which was subsequently frozen via a hard fork of the Omni network, the firm engaged with Friedman LLP to audit its financials. But instead of getting an audit, Teva chose to release a memo for management in which it explicitly stated, quote, It's not intended to be and should not be used or relied upon by any other party, end quote. Teva offered the statement from Friedman to the public as proof that it was about to get audited. Shortly after that, Friedman either quit or was fired because, according to a Teva spokesperson, it was utilising, quote, excruciatingly detailed procedures. This is quite literally what an audit entails. So it's disconcerting to think that asking for detailed financials was reason enough for Teva to stop the audit from occurring. The third promise. The third attempt to ease the fears, uncertainty and doubts of the public at large saw Teva seek out a law firm called Free, Sporkin and Sullivan. The firm issued an engagement document proclaiming all of Teva's funds were stated publicly. However, this wouldn't constitute an attestation or assurance from an auditing firm. It was simply a letter from Free lawyers in mid-2018. By late 2018, Teva had stopped working with FSS and moved on to its current banking partner, Deltec Bank and Trust, which issued it a quote, portfolio confirmation, end quote. This isn't really a thing and asking your banking partner to sign a letter that confirms your portfolio, which Teva claimed not to have at the time, instead still pretending it was one-to-one backed with US dollars, isn't exactly an objective third party. It's signed with a quick, illegible signature by Gene Chalapin. No more promises, forced adherence to the law. After settling with the New York Attorney General, Teva was forced to start issuing quarterly attestations, proving that its reserves were fully backed and that it wasn't dipping into funds via Bitfinex, as it had done previously. 
In 2021, Teva settled with the New York Attorney General's office, agreeing to pay an $18.5 million fine to end an investigation into whether it covered up the loss of $850 million in commingled client and corporate funds. It began this process in 2021 with Moore Cayman, the Cayman Island subsidiary of Moore Accountancy Corporation, and the first results were quite concerning. It appeared that Teva was laden with commercial paper, commercial paper of unknown national origin, unknown quality and unknown liquidity. It refused to share any further information. However, Paolo Ardino, the chief technical officer of Teva, and Stuart Hogner, general counsel at Bitfinex, did decide to join Deirdre Bosa of CNBC to discuss the attestations. The interview went horrendously for the duo, with non-denial denials overwhelming the majority of the discourse and Hogner promising a full audit of the Teva reserves in a matter of months, not years. It's been over a year and a half since Hogner made that promise. New auditors, no new transparency. In late 2021, more Cayman was purchased by MHA, and the new auditor agreed to take on the role of providing assurances for Teva. This lasted for precisely two quarters before, in a desperate bid to utilise an auditor of some repute, Teva switched to BDO Italia, which it claimed was a top five auditor. BDO is a top five auditor, whatever that's supposed to suggest, but its subsidiary BDO Italia definitely isn't. Shortly after this, Paolo Arduino joined Deirdre Bosa for yet another interview on CNBC. Again, it went poorly. The secret ingredient is lying. So, the lesson here is that Teva has been given over seven years to get an audit, and it has chosen not to. But, perhaps more importantly, it's also clear that it doesn't really matter. While Teva has repeatedly lied about its backing, its ability to get GAAP audited financials, and even its own ownership structure, it still somehow maintained its position as the largest market cap and most liquid stablecoin in the cryptocurrency industry. Perhaps lying and deception is all that's required to make it as a stablecoin operator in the industry. Or, maybe, people just don't care about the details of these companies' financials until it's too late. For more informed news, follow us on Twitter and Google News, or listen to our investigative podcast, Innovated Blockchain City.